Okay. Welcome to the Why Music Podcast, where we talk to independent artists about their journeys, their inspirations behind their music, and ultimately why they make music. This next artist is taking us back to the 80s with his synths and composition style. He's a Colombian composer and saxophonist turned indie artist with an out-of-this-world production style that you'll never forget. Welcome, Mars. Hello, thank you for having me. So why don't we kind of kick off with how your music journey began? Like, what got you started in pursuing music? Um, okay. Um, so this is, um, kind of, um, weird, but it, it, if I think about it, it doesn't really start in music. It starts in soccer actually, because, um, it was my, my, my first plan for life when I was a kid was to be a soccer player, just like every, uh, kid in 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 colombia and in latin america where i grew up that's very common to want to be a soccer player my dad of course wanted it for me um but uh, at some point well i was playing kind of uh semi-pro for the for my age and i was doing pretty well and at some point i got injured i got a, a knee injury uh which sounds like i mean but it's true it's true. I got an injury and and uh, they said to me that I couldn't play soccer for four years. Um, I remember that day was terrible. It was one of the worst days in my life. I was like 12 or 13, something like that. Uh, and it was serious for me because soccer was everything in my life. Um, so I, I just remember the doctor telling me and I started crying. So I was like, you know, it was kind of weird because at 12, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> and I don't know if that's a question that a 12-year-old should be asking themselves. It's like too early to start thinking all those things. And, um, but I was like, yeah, what, what, what do I do? Uh, and uh, I guess I started just having more free time because I couldn't go to training. It, it started too hard a lot to run um so i started getting into like initially you know like guns and roses aerosmith that uh, those kinds of bands and i was like oh my god this cool these guys are awesome these guys are super cool and then i was like oh slash slash is the greatest guitar player ever <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what i used to think back then um so i was like yeah, I, I I I want to do this. I have to do this. Um, I want to be a guitar player and play awesome uh, guitar solos like Slash. Uh, so then I decided to do it and um, I started working towards it. Basically, that's where it all started. So then how did it go from learning guitar and taking on that kind of role where it turned into like how did it turn into you writing music and releasing music and all that other stuff so i well i started playing uh of course at that time my my process of of thought was like i have to have a band 
So I put together a band with my friends. Uh, it was kind of funny because they they were like my friends, but they some like they didn't play any instruments, so they just learned so they could play with me. Which looking back was pretty cool. Was awesome, like an awesome gesture of them. And I remember the other guitar player. I taught him how to play. Uh, the other guitar player in the band. So we put together a band. It was called Master Bullet. It was a, a trash metal band because, of course, I evolved from Guns N' Roses to like, then I started to like 80s, 80s rock, but then I was like into my trash era. <laughs> so it was like Megadeth, Metallica, Exodus, Slayer, uh, all of those bands, Overkill. Um, and then I I just kept doing it and I I loved it every every minute I love it loved it so much and then I one day I started getting to prog music and I discovered Dream Theater and I was like okay these dudes I like their music but not only I like their music I think they are incredibly skilled at what they do um so that was kind of a different kind of fan <laughs> i was fan both of 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 how they play uh what they do but also they're fan of them kind of academically in music and i was like i wonder where where these guys went to study and i i i that's how i discovered berkeley and i was like oh okay all these people that studied in berkeley so this is that's the place i have to go that that's where i want to study and i was like 15 when i when i Thought of that, I remember visiting the U.S. and and seeing it so far. I, I stood up out of the Berkeley building uh, in Boston, and I was like, "Oh my God, I have to go here." Um, I was with a couple of family friends, and they they I just graduated on December of of last year from Berkeley, and and they recently told me that they saw me looking at the building, and I said to them, "I'm gonna come here one day." And they were like, all right, okay, okay, sure you are. <laughs> and so they didn't re really believe me. And then, yeah, it happened. Wow. Um, so then at what point did it turn from, I'm in this band? Like, when did it turn from Master Bullet to Mars? When was that kind of transition? Uh that happened starting in Colombia. So when I, I finished high school, I went to get a performance, let's say, I would say it's an associate's degree, something like that, uh, at a place at a music school in Colombia. Uh, so I was getting my, uh, uh, I was studying to have a performance certificate in guitar. And, um, I was, I had, by then I had already been in a couple bands, but I realized, and, and this is just something that it's so personal, but I realized that the more people you have involved in a project, the less is likely to succeed. <laughs> so, <laughs> because the, you, the more people you have in a project, the more people, the more visions have to be aligned, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like I have to go solo I have like like, and I started thinking if I go solo I can really do whatever mm -hmm. I want to do 
And that, that idea was just like mind blowing for me. I was like, oh my God, it's just like, like free, uh, like creation and 100% creative uh, control. I love it. So I, 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 I started uh, Mars back then. And um, so I studied uh, guitar performance, but then of course it, it, Mars started to have a lot of influence by the things I was studying um, by how my life went. And then I, I got into film scoring and, and I also got into synthwave, but I kind of in a way found a way to connect um, all of them. So yeah, that's how it happened. So where does um, where does the name come from? <clears throat> so the name is my initials. My full name is Mateo Andres Rodriguez Sandoval. Um, and there's so when I discovered, like I I don't remember. I just one day was thinking of random stuff, uh, which is probably where the best ideas come from. I think. Uh, and I was thinking all random stuff, and I was like, my initials, what are my initials? Like, what, what is the acronym? And it's Mars. And I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool that if you pronounce my initial, initials, then it's a planet. Uh, and, uh, and, and then I, I don't, like, I'm not an astrology person and, and all of that but there's a fun fact that is kind of related to that um that is related to astrology and i don't believe in that and all of that but it's kind of kind of fun uh because uh i'm an aries and my ruling planet is supposed to be mars and my initials are mars uh and i was born in in march uh with which in french i think is literally mars so it's like <laughs> like it was meant to happen yeah exactly i was like wow that's that's kind of cool that all those things connected um and at yeah. that point you can't choose anything else but mars to be your name like it there's a yeah sign. exactly i be, was like this has, has to be, to be. yeah uh -huh. exactly um so kind of pivoting more to the kind of music and stuff that you write um you have a very wide kind of style of writings like i was listening back and there was like some that sounds like it's straight out of the 1980s there's some that like the main instruments that you hear sound more like strings and it sounds more like like scoring and stuff and so with all that being said what do you think most often inspires your writing so i would say in the first in first place in that category would be other other music. What inspires me when I listen to something and I say, wow, that song is amazing. I have to like reverse engineer it. I have to see what, how they achieved that sound. Uh, what tempo is it? Uh, what rhythmic subdivision they're using? What harmony? Uh, what kind of scales they are using for melodies? All of that. So I, I, I reverse engineer it and I'm like, wow. I would like to use the same elements to create something of mine. And that's the first inspiration that I get. Um, of course, uh, a lot of inspiration, I get it from just feelings, ways, ways I'm feeling. And at the beginning, Mars, it was just like, like I said, it was just free, creative, like 
freedom and just I was like feeling like writing like a, a piece that sounded like uh, I missed someone that's like coffee with grandma um, that it was really kind of cheesy sounding with the cello and it was kind of loving I was kind of melancholic so I was like I'm gonna go for that and then I was like oh I, I want to write kind of an 80s kind of piece but I want to incorporate the, the scenes to make it come to the future let's say um, so it, uh, uh, it was just like me doing whatever I wanted to do uh, but lately definitely Mars has shifted more into the 80s kind of scene sound because I, I have found that's where something that I like a lot uh, connects with my knowledge uh, and it's like it has the guitar solos so it comes back to Slash and to me saying at 12 like I want to get to play epic guitar solos of course they are there I also started playing saxophone. It has some awesome uh, saxophone solos. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I want to do. So yeah, that's um, how it works. So kind of talking about the variance in your music as well as like how, like, is there a direction like you lean towards? It's like, cause looking at your like catalog, essentially like some of your older stuff is more towards the film scoring kind of space where it's more in that space but more recently some of your stuff has been more of the this sounds like it's from the 80s um mm -hmm. is that like a direction you're heading like is that like a is this kind of like a transition or is it kind of just kind of balancing between the two like was what is well, what sound can people like expect from you moving forward is it more 80s is it more the other can they expect both? 100% the 80s, 100% since 80s, pop, that kind of sound. Um, that's what I'm going for. And um, the process with Mars, it was kind of a self-discovery, you know? I was still finding, and I'm still finding so many things. And I think until the day I die, I, I'll still find out, I hope to find out new things to, to write new things to be inspired by and, and new sounds that I want to explore. Um, but it's definitely gonna go more towards the synthwave kind of 80s pop kind of uh, sound, a lot of uh, some uh, rock guitars uh, there. I actually have like five songs waiting to come out um, that I have. Uh, I have some um, releases scheduled for them. But it's definitely gonna gonna go more towards that. Um, the old stuff, as I said, was me going like just living through the film scoring major in 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 Berkeley and just like kind of doing what what I felt like doing and I'm putting to work my my knowledge what I was learning, and uh, I I love it I love it so much because it's it's part of the journey and it's part of uh, discovering myself as an artist, which I think it's incredibly important that's yeah i mean film scoring is crazy it's i i took a class mm -hmm. on it in college and i just people that do that for a living i'm just amazed so um but i can totally like describing that music as film scoring is as 
accurate as describing some of the other stuff as like your 80s pop because it's you could hear that song in like a movie so um you hit that one on the nose but um with that being said how would you kind of describe your music outside of like just calling it 80s pop um how would you describe your music for people that have never heard it i would describe it as um well synthwave it's a genre that i think fits it really well synth pop it's also another genre but i i, I would describe it as um like kind of 80s kind of hard soft rock meets synths a lot of a lot of it uh, actually sounds like the the latest stuff that the weekend is doing if you hear the weekend he's constantly, he's using that sound literally and he's also going for for that vintage kind of uh uh concept uh so yeah it's 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 that it, it, it is definitely that just I have more guitar solos and more sax solos. Um, but yeah, it's, it's that kind of sound. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, it might be grandma's mini, but one of them sounded like, like if you put that in, like in the mix of like a weekend album, it would sound like yeah. it kind of like fits right in because he's kind of in that same space right now. So um that's really cool. Um, Thank you. Off of that, is there a release or like, um, is there a release or song that you've like put out that you would say best represents you as an artist, whether that be so far or like a kind of a taste of like what's to expect? Like what's one song, like what is the one song that you would pick to be like, this is what you can expect from me as an artist oh it's it's really difficult but i would have to really say it's uh killer squirrels i i don't know if you noticed but i have a bunch of uh weird names playing with animals <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i just like to do crazy stuff whenever an, an idea comes to mind I, i'll use i don't know let's try and see how it works um so yeah, Killer Squirrels definitely it has it's I love that song so much. Like like as a as a music listener, I enjoy it so much. Um it's so 80s. It has the guitar solos, it has the vocals. I love the the the, the lyrics are so cheesy and I'm I, I I love cheesy stuff. Like uh I have noticed that about myself. Uh it's like love song that starts in a party and then they just drive off together and they just met them each other and it's just awesome cheesy 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 but <laughs> awesome too <laughs> so so yeah it's definitely killer squirrels yeah um do because killer squirrels was a random title i think it's like ants don't skip leg day or ants skip leg day <laughs> Um, where do these, where do these titles, like, like I, I get like, they're just like random, but like, where do they come in relation with the song? Are they related well, to the song much? Or is it just, you're having fun with it? 
some of them I'm literally just coming from with them and they have no relation. Like for example, Killer Squirrels doesn't have anything to do with the story. Like <laughs> Killer Squirrels and then it's like, as I, as I said, a love story that starts at a party mm-hmm. and the guy is kind of shy and she's like incredibly beautiful. Um, so yeah, no relation at all. Uh, but the other ones, uh, I have one that is called Cute Little Chimpanzees. <laughs> <laughs> that is another one that doesn't have any relation um, uh, to, to the... Oh, actually, it does. It does. That one, um, Cute Little Chimpanzees. Um, well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just, no, I was going to say a weird relation, but no, that's... No, it, it doesn't have any relation. But ants don't skip leg day and naked cows running around. Those two do have relationship um, uh, with, 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 with the lyrics and the story. Uh, so ants don't skip leg day. It's all about like the grind and all about you trying, trying to make it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's all about working hard basically and and i was the i was like okay so i do this animals thing what animal works hard what animal is known for working hard for being a hard worker yes and and it's like i was like ants what ants ants and i was like ants don't skip leg day and it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's like a representation of you know ants just keep on going they keep on working and and that's what they do and naked cows running around um, came from. I remember I was with uh, with an ex uh, going on on a car trip, and I saw a bunch of cows. <laughs> and I, you know, like my mind just goes to random places. I'm pretty sure you have noticed uh, throughout <laughs> this conversation, uh, but. I just saw a bunch of cows and I was like so worried about my future. And I was like, damn, these cows, they are not worried about anything. They are just worried about the moment. They live in the present. They don't have to, they don't think like I do. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I, I think about next Friday. That's what the song says, literally says, uh, you're thinking about next Friday, you're thinking about the end of the month. Like, why don't you start living in today? So I was like, well, these cows have an ability that I don't because I'm always worrying about the next paycheck. I'm always worrying about the next Friday, which is literally what the song uh, says. Uh, But naked, uh, and then it comes the naked cows running around. That is like, it's a representation of them incredibly free. They are like, there's nothing to worry about just today. I don't know what happened tomorrow. It will be good or it will be bad. It will be whatever. But for now, I'm just a cow. <laughs> and I'm just naked running around. I'm sure totally free, you know? So that's that's what that means. That's interesting. I I mean the the messages behind both of those are great. The titles just kind of throw you for a loop when you're going into it. You're like not really sure what to expect here but then it's like if you listen to it it's like okay there's actually like something like kind of deep and meaningful behind this so yeah. um why animals well um 
I love animals. I just love animals. And I, I just, in general, not only cows, I think to a certain degree, I not only love them, but I kind of admire them because they they have this ability of not caring about the future and not ever living in the future or in the past, just in the moment. Like, what, what, I'm a dog. What do I want to do? I want to eat. I go and eat. Um, I want to drink. I go and drink. I feel like playing. I go and play. You know, humans, we don't have that. We don't have that. Right. And even if we try, we don't because we have to work. We have to, we have a schedule, which is awesome to like, it's important to have a schedule to get things done. That's completely something that we have to do. But they are so free, you know? So I, I, as I said, I, I, I love animals and at the same time, I admire them. I admire their living in the moment mindset. <laughs> it's true. The the human race does not live in the moment nearly as much as they should. Yeah. That's that's an interesting way of thinking about it. I never really thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of weird. But... <laughs> <laughs> so what ultimately is it that motivates you to continue to make music continue to write new stuff continue to put it out like what is your driving force behind all it is that you do um there's many different things but ultimately and i think more the more primitive one is that I love to stay alive. <laughs> I love to still be alive and be wanting to live. And uh, for me, music, when I discovered the love that I had for it, it was it was not like, it was of course something like, I love it, it's great and all of that, but it was something like a course, you know? It was like, what are you gonna do? Like, are you gonna do anything else? Like, seriously? Like, like, be be real with yourself. Are are you willing to live your life any other way than just dedicating dedicating yourself to music? And the the answer was like like so clear. Like, no. Like, I just don't don't conceive any other way of living my life. You know. Um. So, if I'm whatever i'm doing with music I'm, I'm i'm listening to music i want to stay a, a fan of music for all my life even though i'm also an artist it's important to also stay a fan uh but i'm, I'm creating i'm teaching uh, i'm thinking about music um so yeah when i discovered it it was like there's no turning back there's no turning back there's not really anything else i can do like i have no choice um because i i just don't love anything as much as i i love music um uh, with that being said that turns into i i have to constantly do music i have to constantly play i have to constantly uh, play the saxophone play the guitar teach i have to to constantly compose uh write music to stay alive because it, it makes me feel alive. It makes me feel happy. It makes me, even if, if, if it's successful in, for, 
whatever standard people have or may not have. I don't care. That's not really ultimately the goal. The, the goal is to for me to keep being a human being that is happy about being alive. That's a great mindset to have. And that's a great way to articulate what you just said. Like being alive is the driving force. Like that's the life you want to live. Why would you do anything else? That's, I really like the way you put that. That was, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. Um, so how is it that then you kind of balance that with the other things that come in uh, when it comes to like just life itself, like being an artist and stuff like that? It's not your typical nine to five where your job starts at a certain time and ends at a certain time and anything else is like your time. It's like you kind of build your own schedule. So how do you kind of balance that with everything else? So I think more more like balancing it, it's I need other stuff. Like I just said that I can I literally cannot conceive a life without doing music all the time. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, my music my my music really needs me to play soccer. My music really needs me to watch movies. My my music really needs me to to just go and do whatever I feel like doing, you know? Because so many, like we have been discussing so many ideas that I had and, and, and all of that. And these ideas don't come when I'm sitting and I'm like, okay, let's make music. No, these ideas come when I'm, I'm taking out my dog, when I'm playing, playing soccer, when I'm driving, when I'm like just, I don't know, eating ice cream, whatever, just having lunch, just doing, and I and I love that about my mind. I love that about my mind. I, I don't know if all the minds, like the human mind, like is, is in general like that, but I love it because it it it's literally my body telling me, okay, we're gonna focus at the moment we need to focus. But when I sit to write, I already have an idea and a vision clear of what I have to do. And that idea, that, that vision was given to me, having lunch, taking out my dog, uh, showering. Oh my God, showering. I don't know why, but it, I, it must be some kind of scientific fact or something. But when you shower, I don't know, my mind goes to crazy places. And I love that because in those crazy places, in those crazy thoughts, it's where I, I, I find my best ideas, I think. Yeah, I mean the shower thoughts is that's just a crazy concept in itself. Everybody's got that kind of thing going on, but I'm, I'm 100% on the same page. I, I pretty much had the idea for this podcast, walking my dogs. So it's like, you need to do these other things to get inspiration, to do the creative thing. Cause you can't yeah. be creative 24 seven. It's just yeah, not how it works. And where else are you going to get the ideas from? Yeah. You're going to write a song about the song you just wrote. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah exactly so, yeah um so a fun question i like to kind of include is if you could open for any artist who would it be Whew, wow that's an awesome question i had never asked myself that um oh my god it has to be a mighty tree a tree definitely because M83 is the connection of everything that I love. 
you know my my that's is like the same thing of keep living you, you know i just do this because i want to stay alive you know and I, i'll just keep doing it no matter what um whether i have one people one person listening to me uh where i have 80 million uh people listening to me i don't care i am i am like a donkey and i say i am like a donkey because I, I and this is kind of a funny story i so when i when i started looking at the donkey i kind of got in thinking like why are what is in the minds of donkeys so i i started like kind of reading about donkeys and back in in my in my in my country there's a saying that it goes something like you're just it, it, it basically we conceive donkeys as stupid animals uh and it's like you're so dumb you're like a donkey or something like that and i started kind of researching about donkeys and i discovered they are not dumb at all they are actually incredibly smart um and i i i read that if you put a group of horses and a donkey they will follow the donkey uh so so i was like oh donkeys are super cool because everybody thinks they are dumb but they are not and not only that they are incredibly strong and they just keep keep on going like they that's why they use uh, uh, donkeys sometimes sadly to to take really uh big things from one place to the other because donkeys just it's just like their destiny to just walk do just keep going you know so so yeah i think that's <laughs> the part it's me. so what sets you apart is that a donkey is your spirit animal <laughs> <laughs> basically basically yeah 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 i think yeah um, yeah that's that's really cool i didn't i i until now thought donkey donkeys were stupid so i guess you're educating a lot of people <laughs> right now um what is the kind of impact that you want you as an artist and your music to have essentially um so i i want I mostly want people to start loving them themselves more. A lot of my songs are about, you know, I think I'm pretty good at what I do. Like in, gen like in general, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, it's about struggles and it's about going through so much, uh, um, but I'm not giving up and just continue to, to, to carry on, to keep going um so what that's definitely like the most basic message that I, I i want to give uh to people is that it's not mainstream to love yourself and i hate that i hate that it's very mainstream to hate yourself and and self-deprecating jokes are like seem to be everywhere and i hate that i think that's fucked up like i i hate it I, I, I don't like it. Um, and then you then people ask themselves why is there so many people with depression? Why we do we have so many uh, issues with suicide uh, nowadays? Well, like 
it's right there. Like if you keep saying mean things about yourself, and if if the if you in in an in an attempt to be humble, you just deprecate yourself in front of other people because that's that's another approach when when people don't want to like brag or anything, so they just make mean jokes about themselves. Um, well, that's that's not the right approach to take. I, I think that's the most basic message of my music. Uh, um, that it's 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 not bad to to think that you're good at what you do. It's not bad to think to look at the mirror and, and say I look good today. You know, it's not bad to think that you're smart. It, I think it's not only not bad. I think it's it's incredible. It's a basic need of the human like if you if you don't think what you do is worth it then why why would you to continue why why would you continue if you don't think that the the world is a better place because you're part of it like you can make something good like help someone cross the street or like the most minimal thing then why would you continue you know i so i think it's a basic need to to think that that you are worth it uh in so many ways uh like to help other people to serve um to because what you do in, at your job is great because if you create what you create it's awesome because the ideas that you have are great because you are smart um so i i think that's the most basic message of my music i think that's huge <laughs> i think I've, i mean just what you said it's like it's a basic human need like it's yeah. pretty true and it, it is yeah i mean there's a fine line between like being humble and self-deprecating and then there's a fine line between knowing your worth and then being like cocky about it but yeah. there's yeah. a plenty of room in between that we can sit where it doesn't have to be i think too highly of myself or i don't think enough of myself and that's yeah, that's that's a great impact to want to have. That's huge. I love that. Um, so that kind of leaves me just down to the last question, which is kind of the main question, which is something you kind of partly already answered, but we're going to circle back to it anyway, because that's what the podcast is for. Um, why music? So, yeah, as I said, it's, um, it's more like a basic need uh so i think it's um to live a, a happy life uh, uh, to live a human life to live a um dignified life that i think everybody should have the chance of doing what they love and i have been given the chance of doing that which I, I'm incredibly grateful for, and I think I'm very, um, what is the word? Um, very. So, oh, I cannot believe that I forgot that word. <laughs> uh, I'm incredibly. So, when privileged, yeah, I'm incredibly privileged to have. Uh, the the opportunity to do music and um i think it's basic that you should do what you love uh to live a a, a good happy life 
Um, so as I said, it's just I love staying alive. I love being happy. I love making Mateo happy. I I I I like choosing things that I know will make me happy because I love myself. Um, so so yeah, it comes it comes from that. It comes from self love. It comes from telling myself, you know, I I know you like that. I know you like this a lot, and I, I know you enjoy it, and I know you couldn't live without it. So we're gonna do that. We're gonna dedicate our lives to doing that. That's, yeah, I mean, I think everybody should be, I'm a huge advocate for pursuing your passion, no matter what it is. And yeah. that's ultimately kind of what it comes down to is you should be you should be filling your daily life with things that are going to bring you the most joy. Obviously we can't do that all the time, if, especially if it's like, what's going to bring me the most joy is a trip to Hawaii. You know, like you can't, <laughs> can't just do that unless you get up and move there, but yeah. like find what you're passionate about and do it. You're a living example of it right now. Like you just seem like you're as happy as a clam, just making music all the time. And yeah. And I think, I think it, it has an impact on humanity ultimately like can you imagine how the world would be if everybody got to do what they really love like if everybody would be so happy about what they're doing like if everybody was asked like how was your day today it was so cool like i got to play saxophone i got to play guitar or i got to i don't know paint i got to do i think people would would be so happy in general it would make humanity happy in general and that impacts the way that we live our lives uh, because it would ultimately end up in people just wanting, wanting to do good things, just wanting to serve each other because they are just, the, because when you feel happy, you feel like helping people, you know, or at least I do. Like I, it just makes me want to say, like help people and, and help whoever needs it and, and just be positive. So yeah, it has an impact on humanity. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're given those passions for a reason, so might as well do something with it. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. All right. Well, that concludes this episode of the Y music podcast. Check back in next Tuesday for another conversation with another independent artist. Thanks for listening.